Hi there. Welcome to the Soul Gym Podcast. My name is Daryl Jones. I wrote a book called Soul Gym, a manual to connect mind, body, and spirit for soulful living. The book is direct and brief, outlining the practices and exercises I have been engaged in for 20 years personally and supporting others with professionally for 15 years as a spiritual coach, mindfulness instructor, and minister. This podcast is support for the journey. Oftentimes, the gap from reading something, understanding it, and applying it to one's life can be great. Let this be your weekly inspiration and coaching to fuel you in living a soulful life. Get ready to stretch your mind and strengthen your heart as we step into the Soul Gym. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Soul Gym Podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. We are about experiencing and expressing and exploring and practicing things that allow us to step into what I like to call soulful living. In October of 2021, I released a book titled Soul Gym, a manual to connect mind, body, and spirit for soulful living. And in this very brief yet powerful book, it is an instruction manual of the exercises, the tools and techniques that I have personally engaged in over the past 20 years and have been using in professional practice for 15 years to support myself and others in living that soulful life that I speak about. What is a soulful life look like? Um, there isn't a specific picture, but it's more about a palpable sense of uh, what it feels like to live, what it feels like to engage in our life. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite phrases is journey of awakening. If we can go back in time about 20 years, uh, maybe more like 25 years, I was in the midst of some struggle and challenge in my life and my early 20s trying to discern what was up and what was down, what was right, what was wrong, what I was here to do, what I was not here to do. And I didn't have a great um, home base, I guess, if you will. I came from a great home. My parents were lovely. I grew up in a wonderful community. I had supporting friends and family around me. At the time, I was married in a relationship that was, for the most part, okay. It ended up ending, but that was more or less through immaturity on both of our parts, I think, more than anything and just not knowing because I wasn't prepared for the journey of awakening. I, at this point in my life, had attained a bachelor's um, in music. I went to a liberal arts school, so not only did I learn uh, what was good and right or what to think, but I was most importantly trained how to think, to discern, to question, to really explore um, the answers of my own mind and heart. But that still did not prepare me for the actual journey of awakening. And when I talk about the journey of awakening, I'm talking not about a single moment where we become more insightful or aware of something in our lives. The journey of awakening is the life that you live. 
we are constantly on a journey of awakening. And depending upon our upbringing in the religious experience or the lack thereof, depending upon that cultural um, norm wherever we grew up, and depending upon the practices and the belief systems, we may or may not have been equipped with um, skill sets, with practices, with tools to help us along the journey. And it's not so much about getting the journey right or wrong. It's not so much about living life a certain way, um, although oftentimes there's lots of rules that are imposed upon someone going through a very specific path. The bottom line is, is that every single person on the planet, of which there's almost 8 billion of us now, all of us are on a journey of awakening. And it has nothing to do with where we were born. It has nothing to do with our name. It has nothing to do with our gender or race or our history, although all of those things contribute to our journey of awakening. The truth of the matter at its fundamental level, the principle of the matter is, is that we are here to awaken. And that's a very different way to approach, I think, life and living. Um, the immediate way that that helps me is most often in times of struggle or strife. When I remember I'm here to awaken, then the struggle and strife that I experience is not necessarily embraced as something uh, about me or my life being wrong. It helps me remember that this is a catalyst, this is a tool, this is an agent of my awakening. <clears throat> and it's a very liberating way to, um, to wake up each day. Is it something that I do perfectly and remember all the time? No, I, I get caught up in the humanity of it all. I get caught up in the, simp the simple kind of dualistic um, 2D and 3D level of life and forget about the rich complexity that we all are and that I am. Um, but as soon as I remember, oh, right, I'm here. My entire life is a journey and that journey is to awaken to a greater understanding of myself and relationship to it all. When I remember that, oh, it allows me to take that deep breath and it gives me pause for a moment so that I can first and foremost get present to what is happening regardless of my opinion of it, whether I like it or don't like it. And when I'm present to it, then I can remember some greater truths about myself, that I am in essence a spiritual being who is free to choose all the time, that I am in essence a loving being that is not here in uh, contrast or fight with anyone or anything, that actually we are all here as harmonious um, uh, uh, beings on the planet. And so as all that comes flooding back, then it completely affords some peace in the moment, it, uh, it, it puts me into a place in terms of the nervous system and a little bit more of the scientific um, way of approaching these spiritual practices is my nervous system switches out of that fight or flight response, which is known as the sympathetic nervous system, into the parasympathetic, where I feel safe, where I uh, am okay to rest and my body can actually heal itself and digest the food and uh, that's in my stomach and so forth. But when we're in a heightened state of stress, when we think that we're constantly fighting something, uh, in particular, we're fighting against the journey of awakening that we all are inherently uh, traveling um, together. 
When we remember, though, that we are here on this journey of awakening, it is the door opener to shifting out of a very specific way of looking at life to one that is not simple, one that is complex, but one that is broad. And it just frees up so many faculties and resources to be able to handle whatever is there. <clears throat> so one of the books that was uh, a part of my study that really um, initially helped me uh, I guess, particularly with the, the practice of meditation, um, but still a larger, broader conversation around spirituality and, and living a spiritual life was a book by the same name of today's episode. Uh, the book was called Journey of Awakening uh, by the author Ram Das. And it's very Eastern focused. Uh, if you don't know Ram Das, I don't want to go too much into it uh, in terms of time, keeping these episodes fairly brief. He was um, uh, born in the U.S., so he was an American, had a different name other than Ram Das. He went through the traditional uh, channels of study, became uh, um, uh, a therapist, a psychologist, uh, was working and studying and doing research at Harvard in the 60s when everyone was doing LSD and things to try to tap into some of these dormant powers and faculties in the mind. Got involved in a few things that were a little unethical in terms of who was taking the, um, the substances. But ultimately, again, he was on a journey of awakening and it was him getting excommunicated and kicked out of the traditional academic world that he actually went into the academia of spirituality and went to the east and studied with some of the great masters and brought back some of that tradition but was able to present it in a way that i believe the western mind at least my western mind was able to uh, better understand it and to open up um, my heart and soul to some greater understanding. So this book, The Journey of Awakening, if you're looking for a book other than Soul Gym, uh, Soul Gym is not the thing, but it is, you know, it can give you some boundaries and some exercises. But if you really want to start exploring a deeper conversation of what your spiritual journey is about and the journey of awakening that you're on, I highly recommend this book, The Journey of Awakening by Ram Das. Um, he writes and speaks, I guess, of his own understanding of the blend of traditions that he studied over the years. And he pulls quotes from lots of different um, authors uh, to kind of accentuate whatever his teachings are. And one of the quotes has been with me for almost three decades now that I still use almost on a weekly basis as I continue to teach classes and meditation and mindfulness and spirituality comes from the author Shunryu Suzuki, uh, who brought, um, uh, set up, I believe, a school and a temple in San Francisco um, in the early 50s, maybe, uh, or 60s. He wrote a book called Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. And in that book, he, I'll just read the words, they're profound. If your mind is empty, it is always ready for anything. It is open to everything. In the beginner's mind, there are many, many possibilities. In the expert's mind, there are few. 
I'm going to read that one more time just because I love it so much. If your mind is empty, it is always ready for anything. It is open to everything. In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. In the expert's mind, there are few. Most of us spend our life trying to become experts. We want to be know-it-alls. And some of us may think, oh, no, I don't really want to know it all. But you do. You want to know everything. You think you understand everything that you need to know about yourself. Um, you may think you know everything. You, you may think that you know everything or need to know, have it, what you need to know about politicians, about doctors. And, uh, you know, we have these concretized hard opinions about life. And on some level, when we have those really, really firm beliefs and ideas and notions about life and people and who they are, that is us stepping into the expert's mind. The expert mind knows everything. The expert mind uh, literally has the bias of being an expert. There's nothing else to know. There's nothing else to learn. There's nothing else to discern. And so what Ram Das brings forward in this particular chapter uh, and what Shinryu Suzuki was teaching in this Zen um, book is that in order to be in powerful relationship with life and in order to constantly be on this journey of awakening, to step into the day, to step into the moment and to practice being in that beginner mindset is a way that we allow ourselves to learn more. As it says here in the quote, <clears throat> in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. How often have you said, there, I don't see any possibility here. There's no way out of the situation. We're screwed. There's nothing else we can do. That is a, that a, that is a declaration of an expert. It is not a declaration of a beginner. A beginner doesn't know any better. A beginner would say, I don't know what to do, but I think there's got to be something, right? And we may say, oh, that's naive. But it's not really naive. It is the mind of possibility. It is the mind of creativity. It is the mind of artistry. It is actually the mind of science. As much as we may look to science and trying to be perfect and, and look to quote unquote experts, it is actually the scientific mind, the philosopher's mind that is always questioning and going, hmm, what else is possible here? Is there anything else that I haven't discovered yet? That is the mind of the beginner. And on this journey of awakening, the more and more we can return to the beginner mindset, the greater we will have access to possibility. Just like anything else in our life, to have a disciplined practice of training allows us to grow our capacity, our strength, our endurance for the journey, for the game, for whatever it may be. This is why in the realm of meditation in particular, in terms of a disciplined practice or exercise, the beginner's mind is championed. To return to a meditation, even if you've done it a thousand times over or more, to return to a meditation practice at whatever day or time you choose and, and honor and recognize 
that even though it may be Tuesday and you've lived through lots of Tuesdays, whatever that Tuesday date is in that year, at that time, you've never experienced before. So what might be available if you stayed open to the possibility of something new? What new insight, what new experience, what new level of calm and peace uh, and all the things that we aspire to in practice might be available. And to, to exercise and to work out, so to come back to this phrase of the soul gym, the soul gym is about engaging in regular exercise to strengthen in our connection to our soulful self, to our spiritual self, to the transcendent self. But we must engage in some sort of disciplined regular exercise so that um, the muscle of being the beginner is not necessarily easy to embrace, but it is familiar. So then as we step into our day, as we go to work, as we move in and out of the relationships of our life, there might be a little trail from our disciplined practice, a little bit of muscle memory that maybe as I walk into this meeting with a client that seems to always ask the same question and have the same problems, maybe there's something new here. Even if they ask the same question, even if they come to me with the same problem, there might be something different here. If I can just open up and step into this meeting with the beginner's mind to see what else is available. It's not an answer. And I don't think that on the journey of awakening, there is a singular answer. It is simply awakening every single day to the fact that there is more for us to learn, grow, be, do, and have in our experience, regardless of what the experience is. Oh, the journey of awakening. What I know absolutely is that my journey of awakening has been amazing. And I look forward to more awakening. Whatever your journey of awakening has been that has brought you to this point in your life that you've chosen to listen to a bot podcast called Soul Gym and you're obviously um, yearning and hungry for something, what I would just like to affirm in a few closing words here today is that we are all on purpose. I know that I'm on purpose. I know that you are on purpose. And you may not understand your purpose. You don't have to have an intellectual understanding to be on purpose, I believe. I believe we need to be present. We must be uh, aware and reminding ourselves that we are here to awaken to a greater level of understanding. And as long as that is happening, then our purpose reminds itself to us and through us and as us and everything that we do from the most simple to the most complex. You are on purpose. You are in the right place. And in knowing that truth, there is a beginner within both of us, within all of us that is, uh, seeking right now to understand more. So let yourself be humbled. Let us all be humbled today to recognize that there is more for us to learn and grow from in this very moment, in this very day, regardless of what the day has in store. I am so grateful that you joined in today's podcast. 
please visit me at RevDarylJones.com to learn of more uh, happenings, to learn more about Soul Gym. Uh, every single Monday, there is uh, Soul Gym Sessions. This is obviously a little passive because it's a recording that you listen to. The Soul Gym Sessions are actual live sessions over Zoom where we come together every week and explore uh, a theme for the month. Um, it might be meditation, it might be some form of prayer, it might be inspiration through reading, all of the practices and more that are illustrated in the book we explore uh, on a weekly basis. So I invite you to go to soul, uh, to RevDarylJones.com and register for that if that speaks to your heart. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you back here next week for another Soul Gym podcast where we just continue this journey of awakening. Peace and blessings to you. Thanks for stopping by the Soul Gym. I pray you experience some greater self-awareness, inspiration to experience a richer, more soulful life, and motivation to start working out your mind, body, and spirit today. Remember, you don't need to be anyone other than the unique expression of life you already are. However, to grow into deeper, soulful living, daily, consistent exercise is needed. If you'd like some support and help building and growing your personal soul gym, reach out and let's connect. I would love to do a one-on-one -on -one session with you. Explore more soul gym offerings at RevDarylJones.com. That's R-E-V-D-A-R-R-E-L-L-J-O-N-E-S.com. Until next week, may you practice love, light, and laughter.